0: Tinakoto, no mai, hi ramai, hello everyone. Welcome to the Walk in the Shadowlands podcast. Let me be your guide as we take a walk into the realms of the unexplained, of the paranormal, of things that go bump in the night and haunt your dreams. I'm Marianne. Thanks so much for joining me today, tonight. Whatever time it is, wherever, you're living in this beautiful world of ours. Every house, every building, even empty sections devoid of building, can collect energy rubbish, think of it like an accumulation of dust in the house. This can occur in a house because of negative thoughts, emotions, things that may have happened in the house or any stress the household may have experienced. An example of this could be death of a family member or a tragic accident, etc. The energies of these events accumulate in the house. Look at spiritual cleansing or energetic cleansing of a house in the same way. As cleaning dust from your house, you know for yourself that once you physically clean your house, it always feels better and brighter. And the energies feel different. Same with spiritual cleansing. It's always a good idea to cleanse your home immediately after you experience any negative event or when you feel sad or fearful. Here are some times when it's good to clean the house on an energetic level. After having a spring clean or a house clean where you removed a lot of clutter. After any argument in the house or apartment or dwelling, wherever you live, even if it's a tent. Before you move your belongings into a new house. But obviously, once you take possession of it. After a partner or flatmate moves out. After a divorce or a breakup. After death or illness. When you bring a second-hand item into your home, often these can bring energy and attachments into your home with them. So, in this case, you actually need to clean the item as well as your home when you want clean energies to start a new project with. After you've been doing any sort of spiritual work, be there using cards, readings, automatic writings or similar. Now, before you energetically cleanse your home, there's no point in energetically cleaning it without also doing a physical house cleaning, so you need to get rid of any junk or clutter from your house and section, especially the junk that accumulates under the bed, including dust bunnies. Clean your house from top to bottom, ceiling, walls, floor and carpets, clean the outside of your property, clean up the section of any overgrowth, mow the lawns, get rid of rubbish, stack wood, etc. These are all really important to the energy flow in your home. So, what can you actually use to cleanse your home? There are a number of ways that you can energetically cleanse your house. What you need to understand is that this is a ritual you'll be performing, so it really doesn't matter what method you choose to use. Ritual is a tool, a tool that focuses your intent, and your intent is really the key that will clean the house. But the ritual is important to help you focus. Where your focus goes, energy flows. So what can you use? You can use water, straight water. Water is a very good cleanser. This can be sprinkled from a bowl or placed into a spray bottle and squirted with that. In fact, water or salt and water combined is a very good alternative for people who don't want to have open flames in their home or don't want to use the smoking method. You can use incense, just plain cheap, any type of incense will do. You can use sage or sweetgrass, but be aware when using traditional native forms of cleansing that when the Native Americans use sage, they have special rituals that they do when they are using it. And there are many alternatives to sage that you can use, like rosemary. Rosemary is a very good cleanser, or even lavender. So there are other things you can burn if you want something to burn, other than incense or sage, that can do the trick. You can ring, ringing a bell around your home, clapping your hands, banging potlids together. These will help break up and cleanse energies, any choice of these is fine. It's really just a focus for your intent and your energies. So how do you actually cleanse your home? Well before you start to cleanse your house, open all your windows, doors, including cupboard and wardrobe doors and drawers. Any closed enclosed space needs to be opened. This is to allow the energies to move freely around and out of the house. The windows don't have to be wide open just as long as they are cracked open. So gather what tools you're going to use. If you're using sage or a large amount of incense or any other burnable or combustible, then you need a container to catch the ashes that fall. You don't need a feather to move the smoke to the corner of the rooms, but if you choose to use one, that's okay. Your hands or breath will do the job more than well enough. Decide where in the house you're going to begin. There are schools of thought that say you need to begin in a certain place, but really, this is only personal preference. Before you start, ensure that your personal energies are clean and that you have grounded yourself and have protection up. Once you've done that, take a deep breath in and verbally announce your intention. For example, I intend to remove all negative remaining energies in this house, in this room, from this house. All negative energies will be removed. In its place will only be clean, fresh, positive, uplifting energies. Then take the water or incense or whatever method you choose to use, walk around each corner of the room squirting water or blowing the smoke into the corners and the ceilings, or banging your potlids together or ringing your bell. Ensure the smoke drifts up the walls into the window mouldings, closets, cupboards and drawers. Imagine the smoke drawing up with it all the negative energies and moving out through the open doors and windows. This cleanses the area. Go through the whole house doing this and repeating your intent. When you've done this through the whole house including a basement if you have one or attached garage, attic space also if you have easy access and it's safe. Once the house is completed then you do the same around the outside of your house. If you're in an apartment building, obviously with shed drillings, you can't do this, but do the best that you can. The same for the inside and outside of any sheds or outside buildings. Finally, you walk the perimeter of your property, removing it off your property altogether. Then you cup your hands and wash the smoke or water Or clap your hands over your body and face. The same with any other person who happens to be in the house with you at that time. Cleansing your energies again. Put out the remaining incense and throw it away or tip it out. Or tip out any remaining water. Really, that's all there is to it. Remember, to think it is to do it. And just another point about intent. If you're in the process of cleansing these energies from your home, and you're thinking... I don't think this will work. Then that's the actual intent you're putting out into the universe. So it won't work. You have to be very clear about your intent. And honestly, it's really not a big deal. Some people make a habit of when they do a regular house clean, they clean the energies after they've done that. Once you get into the habit of doing it, it becomes easier and easier. Now. This can remove energies, style, negative energies, but it can also remove entities. You just change your wording. So you can say something like, If there are any negative entities being thought forms, thoughts or intent in my home, then you are not welcome here. You will leave. This incense. This water, this salt and water will remove you from my home. Use your best mum's voice if you're a woman. You know that voice when you're telling your children. And that's how you do it. It's not a big deal. And you don't need to give your energy and your power away to some professional to do it for you. When it's very easy to do it yourself. Thanks for listening to this episode. Kakete.